So welcome back to the Dream Career Podcast. I'm Priscilla, the Dream Career Expert. And my mission is really to get as many people as possible waking up to a career that they genuinely love. And today I am with Francesca, who is a business owner and a registered massage therapist in BC, and that's British Columbia. And hey, Francesca, how are you? Hi, good. Awesome. Thank so, you for having me on the show. <laughs> my, it's definitely my pleasure, and thank you for agreeing to be on the show. So, and it's not a show, it's like, it's just a conversation, but anyway, that's okay, no worries. <laughs> so, before we dive into your story and you tell us more about what it is that you do, I'm curious to know, how would you define the dream career? Well, I think where I'm at right now is that I'm grateful uh, for my career every morning when I wake up and I look forward to going to work and I realize I have uh, a lot of freedom in my schedule um, and uh, for me, yeah, being grateful is uh, part of having a dream career. Yeah. That's, that's one of the main parts. So tell us more about your dream career and your um, your journey in, you know, being a business owner and a massage therapist. And I know that you wanted to add a, a little bit more to other things that you're doing that you also really love. Yeah. Um, so I've been an RMT in British Columbia for like 17 years or 16 years or something. And um, I started it uh, five years in a, in a club, and it was great. I worked on my own, but my uh, best friend, uh, she worked in a, in a great, fun massage studio in Vancouver. And after five years of working alone, I really wanted to go work with more RMTs, so I did that for like 10 years. And, um, and then just, you know, you get further and further along, you start thinking, well, this would be nice, or I prefer this, or you start thinking about things that would make work easier for you. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I just was always sort of thinking about what I needed to, to be happier, happier in my career. And I think autonomy really is the main thing. Like, I, I, I'm an independent person and I, I like to have freedom. So that was probably the main thing, but then anyways, I just started visualizing it and thinking about it and, you know, I was going back and forth to the ashram and the Bahamas where we met. Yeah. Beautiful. I had such a like beautiful kind of room to work in at the ashram actually as a massage therapist. Yeah. And it's like sunshine and peaceful and sattvic, you know, the yoga um, idea of clear and peaceful and clean and fresh, fresh air. Yeah. And and I I just came back and uh, had to kind of start over in, in rooms that just didn't have that vibe. And uh, I, I felt even more very called to just like create that vibe and finally found a place and sort of like this weird thing where my friend found it. I think I, I had told you this, but it just worked. It worked yeah. out fine. You tell know, us it, yeah 
sorry, tell us a little bit more about that story because I know I've heard the story before, but I think that these types of stories are just so magical. People actually need to hear these stories happening to others. So tell us about that that experience actually finding that perfect space. Yeah, because it was not an easy time. It was like one of the hardest times in my career. And it was like, what, 14 years in. And I was working in places that I didn't resonate with. And I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I was busy, wonderful, but I'm not a sports clinic sort of massage therapist. Like, right. I'm a holistically minded yogi massage therapist. So um, I was really struggling like with the room and the vibe of the place and the cleanliness. <laughs> and I went away that Christmas. I just needed a break. I stayed with my friend in Mexico and I was just kind of telling her about it. And uh, she found the, she, she was upstairs, like I had a room downstairs, it was nighttime. I had no idea she was doing this. She was on Craigslist upstairs looking for a space for me in Vancouver. Right. And I was like downstairs watching something on Netflix, you know? <laughs> I had no idea she was I had been looking, but not on holiday. Mm. And she came down and she showed it to me and, I, and we were looking at it and I, we were both like, no, I don't, like I was in disbelief, I was like, it can't be that price for those two rooms. Like, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's, it's confusing. It's just a room in a, in a video, in a, sorry, in a clinic. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that. And so she's like, oh yeah, you're right. And so we just like kind of thought about it. And then the next day at night, it was like on my mind. So I looked at it again on Craigslist and uh, it was, I was like, I just emailed them. I was like, it's just for the whole place. It's such a good price. I mean, right. I'm that, but yeah. <laughs> and then like, I think the rest of the story, I don't know if this is the part you're, I had to try and get a, a permit and the mm. permit was really not easy to get. Uh, so in the end, it, from the, it took me a week to get it in the sense of like trying to figure out how to get it. And they were just, they can't tell you how they're going to give it to you, but if you just keep asking in a different way and like say, well, I'm a yoga teacher, so this is a yoga studio too. And then they're like, oh yeah, okay. We can give it to you as a yoga studio with an RMT space. Mm -hmm. And so I had pulled over to the side of the road and I was like, that's what I'm going to ask. And I called them, the district, and they were wonderful, but they can't offer it to you, I figure. I don't really know why, but they can't tell me. And so I called them and then they were like, yeah, we could do that. We can give it to you. Because I was like, yeah, I'm a yoga teacher. So, so this was to have the permit to have the, your business in that space, right? Yeah, business. Okay. You have to have mm -hmm. business. Okay. To okay. So, yeah, so that was amazing too, because the space was still available. Yeah. And then I had amazing people come and paint it for me and like quote me half of what the first painter had quoted. Wow. They were a beautiful, lovely Russian couple who just did everything beautifully in my little space. Like, I made it look way nicer than I imagined it would. So, mm. um, yeah, it just was like, yeah, it just yeah. worked. I was gonna say it was divine intervention. It's like when we're when we're flowing in the right path, things just literally fall into place. And I feel like that's just such a reminder as I say that out loud, because sometimes things aren't working in our life and we're trying to push through instead of understanding that actually it's because that's not the right 
path or direction look elsewhere. Hmm. And also, I think like this was definitely I pushed a little bit there, but it was a sense of like excitement that was making、mm-hmm. it desperation. Right. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And I, you don't always have that feeling, right? Like if、yeah. the spaces that I was working at before, I was just like, it's like, ugh, you know, it、mm-hmm. was like,、uh, it it took away from my energy just to to go there. Yeah, for sure. So you mentioned like there was this excitement of being like, oh, I can do this. I can do this.、Um, was there any, like? I mean, I'm assuming there were some fears, right? So, what were some of the fears that came up for you around, like, taking what sounded to be quite a huge step to open up your own studio, have your massage therapy there, and maybe sharing with us, like, what did you do to overcome it?、Um, I think it's that that quote, and I think I might have used this. Right,、um, by Anais, Anais Min, Anais,、mm-hmm. name,、um, where it's like the pain of not growing and changing becomes greater、oh, than the、wow. pain of staying the same. I love that. So it wasn't really.、Uh, I can't really think of fear at that moment because it was more like I didn't feel like there was any choice.、Mm-hmm. Had to go forward because I had been. Very uncomfortable where I was, right? Got it. Yeah. They often.、Um, I know that's often talked about about how, like, most people aren't going to be aren't going to change because the the discomfort the comfort in their discomfort is still not uncomfortable enough. Like the pain isn't really big enough for them to choose to change. But when your pain is just unbearable, then it's like, okay, please, like. I have to do something, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's what is that? That's 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 divine intervention, you know. Like、mm. that's not necessarily like, you know what I mean? We make a decision, but、yeah. <laughs> there's always a kick in the butt. That's what、yeah. I say. There's always,、uh, especially when we don't want to make the decision that we have that's been gnawing at us for a super long time. Eventually, like I've seen this time and time again in my life as well as others, just there's like the kick in the butt where it's like, all right, you don't want to do this, something's gonna happen that you'll have to. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was just the frustration of like not working in a clean, beautiful space.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not worse and worse after years of being an, an RMT. It's it was just very important to me. I mean. And it's not just because I'm an RMT. It's because I, you know, I value those things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think you're you're bang on there with the valuing of things. Like it's just、um, people don't realize how much our values. If we are in spaces that don't, you know, share the same values, there's gonna be a mismatch. There's gonna be dissatisfaction. And I would say, like, the most important is like. I, you know, I always compare. I, I always compare the job search to relationships, and so in work, they always say that if in your career, your employer, you don't share the same values as your employer, there are chances you will be well, you you will be dissatisfied in the workplace. And I always encourage clients to look at it like, you know, when you're dating a, someone or you're looking for a partner, 
I mean, you're looking for someone who shares the same values as you do. Like you want it to be lasting and there are more chances that it's gonna be lasting if the values are shared. And it's just like, you wanna look at it the same way when it comes to your career. So yeah, it totally makes sense that all of us get to a point in life where our values like, I don't know if we can say supersede like everything else. It's like, no, actually, this is actually really important to me and I'm gonna live by this from now on. Therefore, yeah. The people I interact with, like my workplace, my friends, everything need to be sharing the same values. This becomes yeah. so important. Yeah, definitely. Did you receive any mentorship in like your journey in terms of? Um, yeah, I just finished doing a, a six month uh, mentorship, but that wasn't really. I mean, I tried. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a little bit about business, but interestingly, I mean, quarantine and COVID and it, it sort of, it was amazing. Uh, with uh, I did it with Azrael from Ananda Ayurveda, who has a really great coaching Ayurveda business and she teaches Ayurveda, which is my other uh, passion and, um, you know, I've got the certification in Ayurveda lifestyle yeah. counseling and I'm a yoga I'm a certified yoga teacher and so um I was thinking of trying to go that direction and I've been going that direction um a little bit but you know my my main career and bread and butter and kind of something I'm quite established in is being a massage therapist so I was trying to uh um and I've been trying and and working on that for a few years now um, to break out of it. But one thing that happens uh, for me during this, you know, the last six months is when I went back to my studio, I just felt so grateful to have this career that I already have, that I'm already established in, that I already have reviews that bring other people to me, like that I can just go back to work. And like, and in my own beautiful space. Well, I mean, it's beautiful to me, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's, 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 a, it's a very simple space, but um, that I can just go back and do this. And I, I'm just going off here, but I, I also decided during the quarantine when I couldn't work mm -hmm. as a RMT, but I wasn't very busy as an Ayurveda lifestyle counselor online. I mean, nobody was really probably, you know, it wasn't, it just wasn't happening basically right. so um and obviously like i haven't put a lot of uh, money into that area of my career like in terms of marketing and programs and you know all that stuff so it was it was just kind of sitting there and then my studio was just kind of sitting there in fact i'd given my notice to, because i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do i can't pay the rent i don't have Anyways, and somehow I managed to still have it at the end of the quarantine. So that's another reason why I was like, I think so grateful and so amazed that now I've got this amazing career and all these people are coming to me that weren't coming before even. So like I, it just blew up after quarantine. So anyway, I'm circling back <laughs> during quarantine because I couldn't work and I didn't know and I still we still don't know you know what's happening really right yeah I decided to go back 
to school and finish my degree. Okay. So your degree in what? In health sciences. Okay. So um, I've got, so we, we can do that as part of our RMT course. We can, there's one school in, in BC where we can apply and use other, because I've done other post-secondary, um, I've done other university courses, but I never finished my degree. Mm-hmm. like more in religious studies and philosophy <laughs> but it all makes sense to me because of the mm-hmm. yoga and <laughs> um, so yeah so I got I amalgamated all my courses I got my RMT during just during quarantine in health sciences too so um, there you go yes and no about mentoring Right? Because like, yes, I did it. I just ended it now because I'm like, I know what I want to do right now. I want to do what I'm doing. Um, My mother also is a business owner. So it wasn't that scary for me to try Mm -hmm. to do this. And then um, I want to finish my degree and and get more uh, Ayurveda education. So sort of like, just keep going, you know? Yeah. so I didn't, at the end of the day, I did have this wonderful mentor who I just love, but we didn't really, it's so funny, it just kind of brought me back to where I am exactly right now, you know? Um, it's, it's awesome though that the, um, kind of like the continuation, I had the word nurse in my mind, but like the continuation of just being in what you love, but then still like having that space for growth. And I think that's such, such an important part of the dream career it's like it's not finite you don't get to this end destination and that's it you're good to go it's like the living of that dream career the waking up to a life and a career you love is continuous it's like yeah non-stop discovery of self and evolving of what it is that you do or just going deeper in what it is that you do so I love that you shared that that piece of of what's happening right now going back to school finishing the health sciences and just yeah um looking forward to see how also your ayurvedic counseling like how that evolves that side of the business and i mean i'm sitting here i'm like yeah well all the pieces go together you know the massage therapist the yoga the ayurveda like it just it's people yeah. can't see my hands but my fingers are coming together like it just comes together yeah comes together but um I guess you kind of touched on that. That was like a topic that I was going to ask about, but that piece of, of finances, which is often a concern that uh, people have, especially when they want to pursue what it is they really want to do. There's always that fear of the money and like the money situation. And um, you mentioned like even during COVID, there was like this uncertainty of, will I be able to pay rent? It all worked out. Do you have like a story or anything that you'd be comfortable sharing like around finances and, and pursuing your dream? Well, yeah, I mean, I still think I'm just a year in and I had the quarantine, so I, I can't really say, yeah, I'm rolling in dough right. from, <laughs> from this. And it's funny, I'm just gonna blab about this for a sec, because I, I would anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I saw, you know, you know, sometimes on Instagram you see these ads for like, you know, uh, what is it? You shouldn't make money, money should 
be working for you. You shouldn't be working for money. Money should be working for you. And then you see these guys and they're like talking all this stuff that just sounds so like boring actually. And you know, like it's another language and I'm just like, I'm just like, you know, one thing at this age, finally, I've realized like what, what I do is not, it's not because I value money the most I what I do is because um and this isn't supposed to sound like all self-righteous I I mean it's like the talk I've had with myself I'm doing it so I like my life Mm. I'm doing this as service because I want to like my life I want to be happy right and I couldn't I couldn't focus on money as a goal and things and that would that I know this I know myself and I know how we are all brought up and how that didn't work for me. Right. So, so that's, I'm at peace with that financially. So (laughs) that's one thing I want to share. I think give me two more years and I'll God willing be in a, in a much better space. Um, but yeah, the bank will give you a a line of credit, a small line of credit. Mm start a business without doing much in the way of credit checks and all that stuff. And so I got a small line of credit that they gave me. And um, right now I'm actually applying for the government federal small business loan. And if I don't get that, I might apply for the women's, I can't remember, women's, there's a women's loan. Okay. So I might just do all that because we don't know what's happening still with COVID and it'll just be good to have that uh in you know just for the next little while Mm -hmm. so yeah so basically i i just went for it in terms of like thinking okay i'll just get this small line of credit Uh, i had enough money in the bank to feel like i could equal it out Mm -hmm. does that make sense like i just Mm -hmm. didn't want to use that money right yeah they they didn't check that they just gave me that so okay. I think if you've got a good enough reputation with your bank, I'll give you a yeah. small one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is good. And thank you so much for your honesty and your vulnerability around just really sharing like your situation because I, I find like that though it's often hard to just share that, but I think that it's good because it really gives people like a real like snapshot of yeah, this is this is this is your situation right it's different situations for different people for sure um i mean i ended up investing in my business like i had a i used to be a teacher so i had a pension and i just literally took that pension out and that became like the money that supported me and i got other like i think depending on the conversation in the podcast that you listen to i've shared like different situations of my finances like how how i worked this out um but the crazy thing i find when it comes to finances like i am someone who stresses out about it uh more often than not but the reality is that even when i stress out like it just always works out so i'm really in a space now where i'm just letting go of the worry and i'm like you just need to trust because you know every single time the money's come through so just yeah i think it's just a bad habit to for me anyway it's a bad habit to worry 
No, definitely. And I'm not saying I don't. There's definitely, in fact, like right now, you know, it's like we have we have fees to pay and we have taxes and <laughs> GST. And so, I mean, definitely, but like that's, that's why I'm applying for the SIBA. And it's true that um, it's true that it's like one step at a time, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, like people want to see you succeed, I think. Mm -hmm. So, like when it comes to these sort of things that are out there for business owners um, and i would say especially women business owners right now it feels like there's a real sort of trying trying to support yeah. yeah so so there's that feeling of um just knowing you're supported in a way just like what you're saying you know mm -hmm. even though there is obviously there's there's worry but but it can become less and less mm -hmm. When you start listening to yourself really more strongly or your higher self or whatever you want to call it, like it's not it's not the same voice as what the world keeps saying to you. Oh yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's not at all. Actually it's funny that you bring that up because I'm right now who knows where I'll be when, when your conversation goes live. But right now I'm like in this space where there's a lot of like, do this, do that, you should do this, you should do that, right? Around like my marketing, for example, and deep within it's like clear, nope, that's not how we're doing it this time around, right? So just even being able to tap into that and to trust that even though the world is saying something completely different. Yeah, totally. Do you have some tips that you would have for the listeners, um, particularly for someone who's really maybe hesitating to pursue what their heart truly desires? Like what kind of tips would you give them? It doesn't uh, have to be many, it can be like one. <laughs> well, I can, I can think, the only way I can answer that question is if I think of a friend of mine who's mm -hmm. kind of stuck in a job that doesn't suit. Is that, is that okay? For yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think of that friend and I think of all the ways that she could change her life. Mm. And I tell her when we have this conversation. <laughs> um, and I would say like, it, it's, I would just do something different. Mm. Like literally, do something different like I mean in the for me I uprooted my life and I went to an ashram in the Bahamas for mm -hmm. three months you know because that helped me change whatever was not working inside of me to be able to move forward I'm not saying go to an ashram in the Bahamas is that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> no I didn't get I, I understood that was your example and it's funny that you said that because that's exactly what I did too when I left the Astra I'm like yeah things were not going well in my life <laughs> yeah I was actually quite unhappy um well I think most people who are at the Ashram have a similar story um my god I mean and that's just living a normal life like I had a pretty normal good life but it was not working for me sorry but <laughs> I had more to do and I still do and that's the thing you know you have more to do with your life mm -hmm. than in this box 
and and the only per and you, you tell your friends this and I know because this is me and I know because now I have friends that, that and the only person who's going to change it for you is you mm-hmm. but I mean trust that other people want to see you succeed in doing it too that's that's a big piece when you so I want to go back to your your tip because it is a really great tip it's like to do something different but for some people just that could be like super overwhelming right they might be like in that career or situation that they really they know they don't feel good in the situation but do you do you have like if you were for example telling that friend like to do something different can you identify maybe one small simple step that she could take that would help her maybe just open up what might be the floodgates? <laughs> huh. I, I think that question, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. And I really, I could only say it um, if it was really like, be, like, you know how you're like, well, it depends who's listening. Right. I, you know what I mean? It doesn't like, but I think that um, get quiet, meditate, mm. oh, <laughs> and like yeah. realize that this is it. This is your life. It's not mm-hmm. anybody else's life. Like we're actually all separate. We're all connected, mm-hmm. but we're all really separate too. And if you like, for you know, like I don't know. I just, I just. It took it took tragedy or whatever you want to call it. I don't necessarily call life tragedy, but it took you know two deaths in my family to feel separate from mm. like sort of all my friends who were like married and having kids and having all these births. <laughs> it took me to like it took me realizing that my life was karmically not that way at that mm. you know, and that I was not going to be in that situation or I wasn't in that situation. I was in the other side of the situation. And, um, and those two things just didn't work together for me. So, um, it took, it took me realize, like, these are shocks and these are what make you realize that you've got to get in control of your Mm -hmm. life. Because, I mean, otherwise, what, you know, so for me, it was, uh, I, I guess I would just say, like, realize that this is it. Like, mm. it's a finite time. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, we're not here forever. And, and you don't um, know what's going to happen tomorrow. No. So, um, you know, and when I say that, I'm like, oh, I should be doing more. You know, like, <laughs> I feel the feeling of like, mm. oh, I'm wasting time, but that's good. I should feel that. I shouldn't, mm. I should feel like I should be doing more. And, mm. and then do it <laughs> and not get overwhelmed by it. I do get overwhelmed because I think it's just life and especially right now it's a crazy time in the world. Yeah. And it's overwhelming, but but it's all about, um, I, I, I really think it comes down to like, that realizing that we all, and this is like crazy too, but that we are all, um, I, I'm a spiritual person. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna say we're all, basically love mm. and like like we're not meant to be miserable mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah we're really meant to just show love and mm-hmm. be love and and just like enjoy this life 
I think that's it when I see people choosing misery. But mm. I'm not saying it's not hard. It's yeah. to get there, but it's yeah. And you know, the thing the thing I to the thing around choosing misery, which is like so difficult to grasp for a lot of people, is that most of them aren't even aware that it's a choice that they're making. Right. I think that's the challenging part where, you know, there's um, this whole spectrum of like ways you can show up in life. But a lot of people, that whole spectrum, they're doing it like by default. It's like a routine, but you have to wake up and be like, whoa, wait a second. When I wake up in the morning, what kind of life do I actually want to be living? Is it a life I want to love? Okay, then. Right. And then. And I think like it's good to have that vision because then, you know, that kind of forces you to, like you said, like wake up, do something different or do something that is going to be fun. And, you know, I work a lot with women and this is just, I, I can, gosh, it's just, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just as women, we need to start really, really taking care of ourselves because we don't even know what to play, how to play or what feels good or what's fun for us. Like not all women, okay? I know there are some women out there who totally got it and I guess they're not necessarily listening to this podcast, <laughs> but I think that that's the important piece to go back to what you were saying. And as you were talking, I guess I'll add to your tip is like, do something different might be try something that you've always wanted to try just because that thought's always coming in your head and just go out and do it and find out how you feel about it. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. And then maybe you're really going to love it. And all of a sudden you've had this new experience as something different. Totally. Thank you. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't that no, I loved, no, okay. I loved your tip. I just wanted us to go deeper yeah. with it. Okay. And we ended up going deeper. So I still love, I think it's still a really great tip and I agree. Yeah, so, and I mean, but I do want to say like that if you don't like your job, change your job. Mm-hmm. It's just that easy. Like, and it's, I know that from myself because I got stuck in, in a place that I didn't want to be in for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, I remember being, when I was younger, it was easier. Right. You know, I was in one restaurant. I just, the, I just was working behind the bar, you know? Yeah. And just the vibe was got yeah so I went to another restaurant it was a vegetarian mm. restaurant and I met my like closest friend in the world there she's mm. still my closest friend like 24 years later or something and and just had a really nice experience working in that restaurant and mm-hmm. I don't know you know what I'm saying it was so Got much it. my place but and, you know yeah sorry no that's it no, I was just going to say, yeah, I, I love that you gave that example because that's the thing, like when we're younger, especially as teenagers, like we're not worried about all these crazy, crazy things as adults we bring into the equation. And I think that it's if we can bring ourselves back to that feeling of anything is possible, because as teenagers, I guess it was kind of, that was kind of part of it. Like, I don't like this job. I'm going to leave. And there's another opportunity waiting for me out yeah. there. Yeah. And yes, I totally agree with that, especially with a job. It's like, find another job. And if you're like, oh, but I don't want to do this. It's going to be hard. Well, people like me help people find jobs <laughs> successfully. So it's just like, there's someone out there that's there to support you in that process. You don't have to do it alone. And I guess, can I say something else about it? About it? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think like, and I'm st- I'm working on this too. It's like free, free, free yourself from like monthly payments. And I'm not saying like, oh, go buy yourself a house. I mean, I just mean, and it's so funny I say that because I now have a car that I have to pay for monthly and I didn't before. But I made that like, you know, I, I made that car work for a long time, but like, I think we get stuck in having to pay for things every month. Mm-hmm. And then we feel like we have to stay in these jobs that make a certain amount of money mm-hmm. to pay for the stuff. It just, like, that's not life. It's not. And, and we have been so confused about that. Mm-hmm. Def- well, definitely. I mean, um, you know, I remember one of my first jobs, the director was, I guess trying to sell me like staying on permanently Um, uh, and at the time I was already like this soul that was thinking so much bigger and I remember her saying well you know you're gonna get like at retirement something about something about my retirement plan something about like more money coming in and I remember sitting there thinking oh my god woman if you're selling retirement to me you're speaking to the wrong person <laughs> like yeah. how are you selling retirement my life is now um but yeah. it's like yeah but it is this but I love that you brought this up because it is this thing that people need to wake up and realize why are you going to work what is your why and if your why is for money to pay bills and then, for my pension and for my retirement fund, which people talk about a lot. I know. I, I would highly, highly, highly encourage you to reconsider why you go to work. And I always tell people, like, what is your why? And when I'm helping even job seekers, I'm like, what is your why? Why do you want to work for that company? Because if you can get really clear as to why you want to work with them, then, you know, the, the excitement comes from that right the the showing up confidently at the interview comes from that if you can have a clear why my mission is actually connected to like the um, inner peace for outer peace right like if each individual finds inner peace then we're, we're actually creating peace in the world and i believe if people are taking the time to find careers that they love to identify how they're waking up to a life they love then when they're stepping out into the world they're happier more peaceful people and that's giving back to the world right so Absolutely. that's like my why my big why yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's my big why yeah it's, that's uh we need i think this is the work of uh light workers and like it sounds like in a way i would say that you're a light worker doing your work in this you know it's so crazy that you say that because just this week i pulled an oracle card (laughs) the cards were like calling me like i took one card and they're like more 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 i'm like okay fine second card third card light worker there you go yeah but it's kind of clear yeah and it's like i'm i'm in the process right now of re not reimagining, but everything that I know that I'm meant to do, I'm, I'm figuring out how to bring it all together. And I mean, it sounds to me like you are, and it's like, that's sort of a, a awakening I, I've had recently. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, I'm a registered massage therapist. And so um, I'm not like, you know, 
I'm not doing energy work or healing work or, mm-hmm. or, or like even Ayurveda lifestyle work. I'm not really doing that. But what I am doing is I'm being myself in a job that I'm okay at, you know? And I, and I try to do the best I can in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I think there are light workers in every career. Right. So I can be a light worker and I can be a registered massage therapist. For sure. In British Columbia, like we're pretty medical, we're pretty um, you know, <laughs> like we're not we're not airy fairy massage therapists here. Right, right. We're, like, we're you know, we have to be a certain way. So yeah. Um, we're medical massage therapists. So um it's felt in the past like constraining because mm-hmm. I'm such yogi and Ayurveda person and mm. kind of I mean <laughs> I'm awesome. well I feel like that's definitely there and it's that piece that you're still exploring I am and I'm still growing into it right? exactly and, uh, and I'm still just trying to get the gist of being a business owner and balancing being a massage therapist and running my business and blah 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 so it's all really fun and exciting, to be honest. Mm. Sometimes I feel really like, uh, you know, really elated mm. from from just working. That's awesome. It's really neat. But anyway, sorry I interrupted you. But no, yeah. What I'm coming back down to is I realized I can be a light worker mm-hmm. and be a business owner in an RMT. Of course. I don't have to call myself a light worker and do all this like energy work. Right. Yeah. It's it's funny as you say that because I'm like, yeah, you know, there's like this fear of going and letting people know like I'm a Reiki practitioner or all those things, even though like I totally want to bring those into the work that I do. But yeah, there's always like a little bit of fear around that just in terms of what are people going to think or you know, um, am I going to be taken seriously? And that's really where I'm at in my journey right now. It's just like really stepping into that as like a strength that's going to be um, an additional bonus for the people who are going to decide to work with me that, hey, like some pretty cool things happen when I do Reiki on people. So um, why not bring it in, right? And, And people have a choice to say yes to it and people have a choice to say no to it. Yeah, and what's cool like about that for you is that you have a choice to do it. You have a choice to offer it. Right. Like, um, so like I can't even offer any of that stuff as an RMT, and but that's that's fine. I've accepted that, and I still know that it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. who I am, what I value. That comes into my work, just like with you, mm-hmm. right? Like this, like. So it, it does, and I can really, like, I really get that sense even just talking to you, like, you know, whether you do Reiki on me or someone else, <laughs> it still made you who you are. Right. So Francesca, where can people find you if they want to get a massage or even yoga or Ayurveda? <laughs> <laughs> Right now, I'm actually taking referrals for massage therapy. Oh, awesome. I mean, this could be a referral face, I guess, but... It could be like, we heard you on the podcast. Yeah. Um, That would probably be the best way to... If if somebody heard me on the podcast, I think um, just having a conversation more about the Ayurveda online would probably be the only route I could take with that. 
and mm. unless unless they want to come into my studio in North Vancouver and then just email me <laughs> somebody might be in Vancouver right now listening yeah yeah okay um email me I mean at uh they can email me at leahworkshopinfo at gmail.com or or go to leahworkshop.com l-a-y-a workshop.com and, and I'll be adding that to the bio sounds good thank you so much for <laughs> agreeing to chat with me for being so open and vulnerable um I benefited from the chat and I'm sure the listeners will also benefit so thank you Francesca oh thanks so much it's a lot so nice <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of the dream career podcast again I'm Priscilla Jabouin the dream career expert inspiring you to wake up to life and career you love don't miss the next conversation. New episodes come out on the last day of each month. I really look forward to introducing you to another fearless, amazing, passionate woman who's waking up to a life and career she loves. If you're looking for some additional inspiration between episodes, you can sign up to receive my monthly soul tips and inspiration newsletter on my website at mymaptohappiness.com under the contact me tab. See you in a month.